Welcome, everybody, to a summer edition of Inside Franklin Athletics Podcast. We heard your voices. You all said you missed us, and we needed to give the people what they wanted, and that is Inside Franklin Athletics Podcast. I am Brian Powers. And I'm Chaz Hill. Chaz? Back. Yeah. yeah, looking good, Chaz. Uh, you have, have you gotten a haircut? Because I have not. I did, yes. I did, thankfully. Yeah, I- I couldn't, I could, I had to get a summer cut. I had to. I did not. I'm getting a little, uh, little Noah Crow mullet in the back here. I kind of look like a mad scientist. <laughs> I feel like a mad scientist. Uh, so with us today, we have, uh, we just decided we would do kind of a state of FCHS athletics podcast with everything going on with the, the coronavirus um, and uh, just moving into the different stages, just the, um, different phases that we've got. So with us today, we have uh, Bill Doty, the FCHS Athletic Director, um, here to join us. Good morning. And, uh, how are you? Good, good. I good see you're back, here, back in your office. So uh, uh, how's that feel? Yeah, shh, don't tell anybody. Okay. I'm not supposed to be in yet. No. <laughs> um, so I guess just give us a real quick um, update on kind of where we stand right now with what we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you, if, you know, if you, a couple words come to mind for the state of Franklin athletics, probably the state of athletics in general is hopeful and excited. Um, hopeful in a sense that the rest of June goes well. Um, you know, there's a lot of obviously baseball and softball travel sports. They're out there competing and playing games and, and we just we really need a good rest of the June month of June to to go well and not see a huge uptick in COVID cases. And then uh, we'd be we're excited. July 6th, uh, according to the state, uh, is our first day that we can come back on campus for for coaches and, and athletes uh, to get back together. So that's the Monday following, obviously, the July 4th weekend, our uh, holiday weekend. And then it was a, it's a good time to start it follows the moratorium week what was going to be the moratorium week so it was a as a natural starting point uh for july uh for for athletes so we're hopeful that everything goes well the rest of the month of june and and we're excited to be back on campus july 6th but uh, there's certainly going to be some restrictions and some things we have to do when we come back on campus so uh, we're working through those now and and uh, have sent a plan to our health department and we we think we're going to be okay and and get going. So, okay. Now, uh, I know that we've received the the packet of information, the recommendations and guidelines from the state. Yeah. Uh, from a coach's perspective, I know it sounds like you guys have kind of came up with a plan and trying to get it approved. Can you give any hints as to what? Because uh, those are all recommendations. Uh, right. What do you think is going to be possibly mandated from yeah. for our school's perspective? You know, and that's the thing, you know, everybody, we've received those recommendations. You're absolutely right, Chaz. That's what they are is recommendations. And, and, but it, everything falls back to the local level for a decision and determining what, what best fits uh, Franklin high school, Franklin middle school to get kids back on campus. So um, from a coach's perspective, uh you, you will be required 
to wear face coverings when you're in a, a, a classroom setting, like a chalk talk setting. Um, you're going to be required to wear face covering if you're in the weight room with athletes. Um, athletes will not be required to wear face coverings when weight room or out on the field in some conditioning or running. Um, you know, that recommendation was uh, that that they uh, that that's an option. You know, certainly they can wear them if they f if they feel more comfortable in doing so. But I think it's a it's just as a great a health risk if if you're wearing a face covering out on the football field for some conditioning in July when it's 90 degrees. I don't I don't think that's appropriate. And we're going to do what we can uh, to, to maintain some social distances, uh, for those athletes in that first phase. So just to give you a, a rundown, phase one is July 6th through the 19th. And the, really the focus then will be conditioning for athletes. I mean, obviously Chaz, you run a lot. I see you running all the time down my street. You know, you've taken this time to, to really, uh, better yourself and become a, a even better athlete than you were. Brian on the other <laughs> athlete standpoint. So Brian, I mean, have you been keeping up with, with Chaz on, on his physical routine? I don't think so. I don't think I could handle any kind of workout that Chaz were to do. Uh, it's, I mean, look at me. I pretty much just let myself go. <laughs> he's, a, he's a shell of his former self. Yeah. I I'm, I think Will Ferrell in Anchorman drinking milk walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do see Chaz running a lot. I mean, he he's uh, he's in pretty good shape, so. I try. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I the quarantine definitely did add on a couple pounds. Not gonna lie. So I'm I'm trying to all my that's muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat, man. That's, that's true. That's I'll, I'll, I'll keep telling myself that. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, go. <laughs> sorry, I, I I digressed a little bit there. Uh, July sixth through the nineteenth. That's phase one. The focus is going to be more on conditioning. Um, football cannot have contact. Um, you know, so so. I've talked to Coach Call. He's he's really, and I think obviously everybody's in the same boat. So nobody's getting a, a leg up, so to speak. We're all doing this. Every school's doing pretty much the same thing and, and getting back and really just going to take it slow. We know you worked out. I can't say that for every kid, every yeah. student athlete coming in. You know what's been their uh, activity level while they've been at home. Some kids don't have an opportunity to get in the weight room. Some have. Um, so really we just, we're going to have to take it slow and get kids acclimated to, to, you know, getting back to, to that activity level that, that they need to be at. So that's July 6th through the 19th, July 20th through August 14th is phase two. And what the IHSA has said is that begins what we would typically know as our summer rules. Uh, so all IHSA bylaws and policies for summer activity truly begins July 20th. So that would be like what we would think of uh, activity levels would be back to normal. Uh, you know, restrictions on face coverings for coaches and those types of things, monitoring, screening, those are still going to take place even, you know, through phase one, phase two, and then phase three is August 15th. 
and then beyond, which is when the first uh, athletic contest can take place. So the monitoring and screening, those things are going to continue on, uh, I, you know, I assume until we get a vaccine, you know, whenever that may be. So uh, those are the three phases that we're working on. So from a coach's standpoint, you're going to come in the building, you're going to have a face covering on. Uh, if you're in, working in the weight room with with the kids, we have uh, determined that uh, our weight room has a capacity of 80 uh, kids. We're, we're going to cut that in half. We've said that uh, our weight room will only be available to at 50 percent capacity. Um, and so, you know, we're going to coach call has and coach Hart have a, a plan in, in place to, to make sure that happens for, you know, different sessions. Uh, <laughs> throughout the day. So get all, you know, not just football, soccer can, can get in there. They'll have their own time, but there's going to be a way for social distancing to happen in the weight room. And then obviously cleaning, you yes. know, cleaning of the equipment uh, before and after each session, things like that. Uh, custodians will have a lot to do in the evening time to make sure it's uh, thoroughly clean and be ready for the next day's activity. So there's well, a lot. The yeah. Will the kids have to clean every piece of equipment that they use in between sets? Not in between sets, because what we're going to do is is uh, those kids, you know, we're going to have two at each each rack. That's our plan right now. Hopefully this gets approved. But as it would yeah. be, two at each rack, um, July 6th through the 19th, there will no exercise that requires a spotter will be um, performed uh, and prescribed by Coach Hart. So, you know, we'll take that piece away so that if you, there, there's no spotter, then, you know, we don't we're not going to run that risk of, of close contact between yeah. kids. But, you know, those same two kids will be on the same rack each day. OK. And then, you know, as you work through um, different conditioning activities, we're going to put them in pods. That was another recommendation by the state, you know, get kids in pods and they work together. They're they're the same. It's the same group of kids working together throughout the the, the different phases. So uh, you know the, they'll clean them after their session. Okay. You know once once they're in there, and we'll have we'll have hand sanitizer. They're going to be required to wash their hands uh, in you know with soap and water for twenty seconds, or use hand sanitizer before starting, um, and then during their session they'll use that. We'll, we'll be requiring them to use that. And then after the session's over, they'll clean uh, equipment thoroughly and then and then move on. So, yep. So, Are there going to be any limits on practice size, like amount of players at practices? Yeah. For um, and what Coach Call's doing for football is since I, – and I, I apologize, not – I know football is not the only sport, but obviously the, the sheer numbers in football are the greatest than any other sport. So, in football, he's going to have three different – workout sessions to to remove all the you know to uh, allow the uh, different groupings smaller size groupings uh, so he's going to have that in three different sessions um, so that we'll be able to cut those numbers down uh, soccer they'll be outside uh, for their conditioning and and you know big open spaces uh, they'll be able to adhere to to social distancing guidelines and then when they're in the weight room um, same thing goes for them as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So all sports will adhere to the same thing. And, and when they're in the weight room and then, you know, cross country, they're going to, they're going to be out running um, golf. That's our, you know, that's outside soccer's outdoors, you know, tennis, 
all these things that that the coaches will just have to ensure that if any equipment's used, it gets cleaned, um, and then you know do the best they can to to keep mm-hmm. kids working out. If they work out together, it's the same kids all the time and then in pods and then just do the best they can to, to ensure social distancing guidelines when they're out on the field or on the court. So, yep. Now, um, are you going to hire a new assistant athletic director since coach call is going to apparently have 13 hour practices? each <laughs> day? <with all that? laughs> yeah. He, uh, Man, he's looking for assistant coaches, Brian. You know, I mean, volunteers because you can't get paid. We're not going to pay you, but we need all the volunteers we can get. No, uh, he's he has his plate full for sure. Yeah, um, trying to move so through all that. What do you do? What are we going to do as as far as like volleyball? Since that's the the I believe the only indoor sport, the only indoor fall sport. How is that going to be any different than the other ones? Well, it. Typically, you know, not at, when they get in the weight room, they'll have their own time in the weight room and, and uh, they'll, they'll be fine in there with the sheer numbers that they have. Uh, July 6th through the 19th, again, is really a focus on conditioning. Okay. The IHSAA has said that in phase one of those dates, you can have a sport-specific activity two days a week, um, but it can't be on consecutive days. So, you know, when the, with respect to volleyball, Coach Giles is going to have her schedule set so that she has she, – you can come in two days a week and you, they'll set the nets up and they'll be able to hit. But any, any balls used, any equipment used is going to be – you know, it's going to need to be cleaned, um, you know, and, and that kind of thing. Um, she'll, be in, she'll be able to get in the weight room a few days a week. So – that's all going to transpire. I think it's going to be fine. Uh, I don't see any issues there. I, th- I think, you know, when, when you're talking about July and then as you get closer to the first official practice, which is August 3rd, um, you know, we'll, we'll have a really good feel for what things, how, how much kids can do and, and how much, what the procedures look like by, by first official uh, practice. So I think we'll all, we, it's everybody just has to be flexible coaches. And I think the word to use is just slow, slow and steady gets it done. You know, don't rush through everything. There's going to be a lot of monitoring and screening um, education for, for coaches and, and athletes. Just take it slow, do what you can and do things right, do it the right way. And, and we'll be fine. So that's really probably the message is to start out slow and, and, just be steady. So, um, so then in that last phase, the because the August August fifteenth is that when that starts? Um, when August fifteenth, yeah, it's phase is the start of phase three, which actually starts first official contests can happen August fifteenth. So, um, one of the things you know, August fourteenth would have been our uh, football scrimmage at Ron Colley. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's actually going to be moved to August 15th so that they can have spectators because if it was going to be on August 14th, there would have been no spectators uh, because there's no spectators within phase one and phase two. Mm-hmm. Um, so August 15th starts the first official contest. That's when you can have spectators. Um, and so that's 
you know, we're, we'll, our soccer uh, scrimmage will be that day, I believe, with Jennings County. I think it's on that day uh, for girls and boys. And then our football scrimmage will, will be with Ron Colley on that on August 15th. So um, girls golf starts first official practice is July 31st. Their first official contest can be August 3rd. Um, so that the, girls golf in the fall is is the one sport that's different than any other sport as far as start timelines. Um, but you know, they're there again. Um, they'll be fine with, you know, being outdoors and they'll, it's a much easier scenario to, to adhere to social distancing guidelines, uh, with, with golf and being out on the golf course. So, yeah, yeah. but you know, from a, from a spectator standpoint, um, we're working right now. I don't know what the guidelines are going or what, what our specific situation is going to look like at Franklin, you know, when the football stadium or the, the soccer stands stadium, what, you know, are we going to be at a 50% capacity, 25%? I, we have not landed on anything like that yet. Those are conversations that are happening. Um, you know, that I would just say kind of stay tuned for that. We'll, you know, we'll just have to work through that and have a plan in place before that happens, before those first contests. One of the things we are, we know there's going to be uh, a reduction in, in size of, uh, of our spectators and in, in, uh, at each contest. So we're working on a, a live stream for all of our home athletic events. Um, you know, it'd be a, a pay-per-view um, option for people that that don't feel comfortable coming to an athletic contest or or um, would really just maybe prefer to stay at home and you know have have grandma and grandpa come over and order some pizza and watch it watch the game on TV uh, you know there'll be there'll be some options we're working on an option like that it, it's actually uh, probably going to be through a mid-state conference network um, so more to come on that. But I think we're in a good spot from, you know, Kevin Hankins does a lot of good stuff here at school with the uh, FCTV and obviously this podcast being one of them, you know, it's one one of the great things that we do here at Franklin high school. So, um, I think we'll have a a good option for people that, that don't feel comfortable coming to a game or, or won't be able to make it because we have restrictions on the amount of spectators. So, That'll be coming. Any um, truth to the rumor that there will be uh, inside Franklin Athletics podcast pregame shows? Ooh, yes, I, I, I would love to see that happen. <laughs> Maybe interview uh, the opposing coach and our coach, you know, before a contest, something like that. That I, I think. think- that- I, I want to do one during a football game and then I can get Chaz on at halftime and I ask him a question and it's like, maybe not the greatest half. And I just get not right now, Brian, not right now. <laughs> no, not talking about it right now. <laughs> do it. Do the halftime interview as the coach runs off the field, you know, when, when uh, everything's going, going South for us and, and grab Chaz and yeah, that'd be great. I would love Chad, that. Uh, you seen any great movies right now? Seriously, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll, and then he'll, but actually, uh, it, really, there's this one that I did see. So I need to talk about it. <laughs> Chad, Chad, you're, uh, you're, you're, you, 
what do you have to do differently to, to keep Mooresville from scoring five touchdowns in the second half? Uh, man, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, we're going to work on that. <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going to talk we're, about we're it. We're on it. We're going to talk about that. It's something we got to work on. Hopefully I get a sound bite that's just as good as like a Coach Saban. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to run a program here. Trying. <laughs> um, so as far as then, I guess my this question is really more to Chaz. How have how are you like adjusting? How did you adjust over the summer? Like, were you able to do anything through through Google Meets or anything like that? Or yeah, we've uh we've been talking to our players and holding uh, little mini meetings. Uh, mainly it's like on, on the defense and like in individual positions, trying to make sure we're all on the same page and all that kind of stuff. So I've actually got one uh, this Thursday talking to my cornerbacks about coverages and making sure that we can kind of hit the ground running because we were supposed to have, you know, probably right. at least 20 practices by now, including, including the springtime uh, practices that we were supposed to have. So it's, it's definitely, we need to be able to hit the ground and go as soon as we can. So we're doing that is what we're doing. And I know, I'm, I mean, I'm sure for all like the, the senior group, not only football, but just in general across the board was a very good senior group. So there's a lot of teams um, in our, in at Franklin that are going to kind of be going in through a transition year. And this was a very important summer for them. So I think a, a lot of the teams um, will definitely have some transition. Well, one more question, Bill, and I think I know the answer, but there's not going to be a moratorium week at all. Is that correct? Well, moratorium three months, right? Right. Um, the answer to that is more, the moratorium week was waived by the IHSAA early on, I think back in April. Okay. However, uh, moratorium week was going to be what, July, June 29th through July. 6th or July 5th. Well, when we received the latest guidance uh, from the DOE and the IHSA and the governor's office that they are, have said phase one starts July 6th. So while the moratorium week was waived, we really can't use it anyway now. So in effect, it's still in place. So I, well, is that, is, I mean, that's a long, long yeah. way to say, we're it's, starting July 6th, and that's when we started. Like Chaz would still be able to have meetings with his players at a time when he normally wouldn't be able to, probably. Yeah, yeah, so, true, true. If 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 they wanted to have a meeting July 1st, then they could. True, right. Okay. Right. Just they're not, they're not going to be on campus until July 6th, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Chaz, yeah. do you have anything else? Well, uh, Bill, as you know, the NBA is uh, starting and they're all quarantined in, in Disney World, right? Uh, they have told the players that they cannot have doubles table tennis. Is our doubles tennis team been banned as well? <laughs> I mean, these are important questions. These are important questions. No, they have oh, okay. not been banned and they'll be ready to go. Uh, you know, first official practice, August 3rd. They'll be ready to roll. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. I just had to be sure. Yeah. We're, uh, you know, hopefully taking some common sense approaches to things. So, yeah. Good you question. You tell me the NBA is not taking common sense. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to start their own league. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. All right, Bill. Well, uh, thank you so much. And uh, we'll do this again next Friday, I believe, is the next time, just in case there's anything that's come out uh, between now and then. Um, and kind of if there's another time at, at some point in the summer that we we need to catch up or you, you know, maybe one in the middle of July where we kind of give an update on how things are going. And yeah, uh, absolutely. One other thing I would say about the, the July, the f different phases, if you remember early on, I, I, maybe we had a conversation about this. Uh, the IHSA also waived the requirement of uh, a 2020-21 pre-participation physical, if you remember that conversation. Yeah. That's still true, and that's still been waived. However, there is a health history update questionnaire and consent and release form that will be required to have parent garden, guardian signature uh, prior to first official practice. And so what that means, what's on the questionnaire is you, if you answer yes to any of the health history questions, um, then you're going to be required to go get a physical. And it's, it's, it's all revolves around COVID-19 and, and uh, making sure the kids are, are healthy and, and, you know, they're, they're ready to go uh, for uh, a fitness activity. So while they did waive that, for incoming freshmen and returning high school athletes, we're gonna we're, we still have to ensure that everybody's healthy and, and uh, safe. So, look for that, parents. If you're if you're watching this, you can go on our website and you can download that PDF document. Um, you can you know sign it, give it to your son or daughter, and have them bring it you know to their uh, first workout in July. Or you can download it, electronically sign it, and email it to me or email it to your coach. That's fine, too. Um, we, but we're, we're, while the IHSA has said that those documentation, that all that documentation has to be in prior to first official practice, which is August 3rd, we're trying to get those early on in July so that everybody's uh, taken care of and, and when you know, we, we're doing our due, due, due diligence uh, on health and safety. So nice. just look for those. It's uh, your coaches. All the coaches will have a copy of that as well. And they'll they'll have it with them July 6th or they can send it in an email to their parents and, and kids on their roster as well. So multiple locations to get that. I'll probably tweet it out, too. And so that they they have access to it all over the place. So. That, that's a big one. We, re we really need to get that one done. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for joining us. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon, just about another update on that. And, and uh, thanks for all your work on this. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's been a lot, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I hope we'd never have to go through this again. And uh, I, I read somewhere that we may have a vaccine in sometime in December. Is that right? Is that what you guys are hearing or reading? A couple different things. Yeah. yeah, that'd probably be the earliest, I would think. Yeah. So, well, that that would be, boy, can't happen soon enough, I know. So, yeah. you, yeah. Well, great to have see you guys. And, uh, Chaz, keep running. I'll try. <laughs> All right. Well, for Chaz and Bill Doty, I am Brian Powers, and this has been a special edition of the Inside Franklin Athletics podcast. This has been the State 
of the FCHS podcast, and we will see you later. Bye. See you guys.